Christmas ain't got a lot to say On all the things we go through within the day Politics, dating, recipes, traveling And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen Hip-hop. I take no L's, I'm always booking flights This is my lovely lunatic Leo life Kaboom, guess who stepped in the room This is my lovely lunatic Leo life Kaboom, guess who stepped in the room This is my What's up, everybody? Welcome to my lovely Lunatic Leo Life. This is season three, and this is episode three, and I'm just so excited to be here because I got my homie, and he's amazing, okay? When I say he's amazing, he's amazing, and I can't wait to discuss everything that he got going on. Mr. Kenny Miles! Woo! Naked of black man blood. <laughs> that means I'm doing better with my intros because that's what I've been struggling with. What? Introducing my guests. No, you're doing you're doing uh, just fine. Um, I'm excited to be Thank here. Thank you. Ah, I'm so happy you're here. No question. Should I look at you? Or are we having a conversation? Yeah, we're having a conversation. You can look at me and not people. It's up to you. We'll do, do a little bit of both. Yeah. But you're looking good, so I'm going to look at you right now. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because you know what? I do feel good, guys. And I think it's like exuding through me. It's not just like the physical aspect. It's like the whole aura. My aura has been shining lately. I'm getting so much attention, but not... From my future husband. That's the problem. Everything takes time. Everything takes time. Everything yeah, takes yeah, time, yeah. Right? Well, it's 40 years, damn it. No, it's not. <laughs> I know. No, no, got- no, no. So let me, let me back up. Is that an, uh, is that an African thing? So my, my wife is from Nigeria. You're from Ghana. Is Are you expected to be married at a certain age? Yeah. Well, honestly, in my 20s is when my family was harassing me more. But once they saw that nothing was happening, then I guess they just like chilled but i i spoke to my uncle he lives in ghana right i spoke to him a couple like last month and i haven't talked to him in a while and because my birthday i just turned 40 so he's like so uh when are you getting married i was like here we go now i'm 40 it's gonna be a whole nother milestone like okay is she gay or is she just not into (laughs) getting married i've been asked if i was gay by the way Uh in my 20s because i wasn't having a boyfriend i'm like no i'm just living my life and nobody wants me nobody wants you only the ones that want to waste my time, not the good ones. I need the good one. I need my soulmate. All right, you know what? What you probably don't want to hear, and, and, and this is the truth. Well, Once you, you say you, that, you, it's you like signed already. <laughs> no, I mean, but things things just take time. Yeah, and, and um, it's just like you you're cooking. You don't take the cake out the oven before it's baked, you're right. You're you know, right. Properly. You're right. You know, before you put the the, the frosting and, and everything on it, you gotta. Everything in, in, in due time. You're right. right. And I have to respect that because I've noticed things in my life have happened when it's supposed to come. And I'm always preaching to y'all things happen when it's supposed to happen. So I need to just relax. But I'm telling you, when I, if I'm 50 and I'm not yet, I'm fucking shit up. I don't know what I'm fucking up. I'm, I'm going to retreat to a corner in Alaska and just stay there. No, you'll definitely be fine. <laughs> But anyway, that's enough about me. We got a lot to talk about you, Mr. Kenny Miles, because you got so much going on, y'all. He's a father and a husband. He's a community activist. He's an author. He's an entrepreneur. And on top of all that, he's going back to school for his master's. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a lot. So I'm going to back you up uh, just a little bit. I'm an aspiring author. I an like aspiring to say that. author. Because you know, you know why? Um, because I believe in manifestation and, and putting things out into the universe that you aspire to right? right so i will always i've been doing interviews for a couple of years and i will always say that you know i'm working on my book working on my book you know like you and, and get married to find anyone and, and 
God's time, right? Mm-hmm. It will happen. It will. Ha- but you, I thought you wrote a book already. Oh no, no. This. Oh, that, never mind. <laughs> Yo, you guys also, we were writing accountability partners. Oh, for- oh, oh, okay. So, it's not done. I mean, um, I, I I do have some work, but it's not, it's not, it's, I'm going to go back to the analogy of baking, right? So, it's <laughs> not, it, the, the cake is not ready it's yet. It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. But when we started um, being accountability, accountability partners, we would meet up on Zoom every week, right? Mm-hmm. Until you left me. What happened was I had to focus on this podcast. Okay, okay. you see, at least I didn't just stop and not do anything. I, you know, I went back. I'm out. (laughs) And mind you, when I was gonna tell you, I'm like, I had to sit on it. Like, how am I gonna say this? Like, I was like, like, I know, right? I knew he wasn't gonna be mad, but I was like, I felt bad leaving. I was actually pissed off. Oh shit! The truth shall set shall set you free, huh? <laughs> I wait till I come to your, your podcast and then tell Damn, you were mad at for real. No, I'm joking. Oh, because at least I had to. You guys know I like to talk. I'm a talker, mm-hmm. so when it comes to writing, I can write a bit, but I'm not as motivated or as happy as I am when it comes to talking. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, all right, let me just put this on hold, work on my podcast, um, and then things started taking off on my podcast. I'm like, okay, now I started doing. I have to edit the videos for the podcast, so now it's taking more time. But there's no excuse. If I, I can find time if I just just maintain it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we will get back to that though, because we were, we did good for the first couple so. weeks. You inspired me. I think you know. So I mean, so what we explain what we were doing? We had that. Then we have like a word count that yes. we had to do like within a certain amount of time, and then and then we would get on Zoom and then, and talk about. If we, if we met our goal or not, and I, I think, think it was a hundred a hundred a day or something. No, it was I think it was more than a hundred a day. But then, like that first week, you were like, I did X amount. Oh. And I was like, she ain't gonna outdo me. So I, <laughs> you know, um, I'm, so I just started writing, and and that actually inspired inspired me. Um, I'm very competitive, but oh know, wow. Um, but this this is a personal journey, right? Yeah, right. So, it's a um, we're both writing memoirs too. Yours is a memoir, right? Yes, and yes. so I'm doing a memoir. So it's a personal journey, but at the same time, it's stuff that we hold. Well, that is personal. We hold near and dear to our hearts. So we're gonna get it out there, guys. Trust and believe it's gonna be out there soon. So we want you to hold us accountable. Yes, please. To get our, um, our, our books done, right? And seriously, if you guys are, if there's a book you're writing, or if there's something else that you have been dying to do, and you're just like procrastinating we can all be together we can go start from my instagram we can start a group i'm actually working on my website so once my website is done we can all interact easier on Mm -hmm. that but in the meantime we could do it through instagram we could do zoom you know what i mean so we can all or we could go to my house not them why not who's them your people our people okay in my studio apartment yeah my little ass. Stuff. That means I gotta have the hors d'oeuvres, nice, nice and the drinks. Nice and cozy. You just just tell people to bring BYO at yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> BYO they know stuff. You. They may know what to bring, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not a bad idea, though, Kenny. Like we can we could do that, and I just gotta manage my time because I've been I've been messing up honestly because I still have to edit my vlogs from Zanzibar, mm-hmm. and now I have three episodes that I have to uh, edit for this. <sighs> But I've been obsessed with my tarot readers on YouTube. That's honestly what I be doing. Like, <laughs> I don't even watch TV anymore. I'm watching YouTube tarot readers, and it's driving me crazy. I need to stop the. the Can night. I just tell you, this is so different for me. So, like, I've been a journalist for a very long time since I was 15 years old. Damn. Um, oh yes. so, yeah, 15 years we old. I started, started writing for started writing a column for my local newspaper called the Jersey Journal. 
uh, in Jersey City, right? And this is very different for me. Um, I'm a a type of guy who who likes to be behind the scenes and write. And I've always been in amazement of people who can just talk and talk to a camera and not see someone on the other side. So <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated by people who are able um, to, you know, people who are into radio or television. That takes a certain type of um, personality, I think. I like, do you talk that. to yourself when you... All the time. Okay. All the time. Like, I talk to myself as if I'm doing a show. I talk to myself as if I'm talking to somebody. I argue with myself. Like, Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I'm, I'm, I thank you for saying that because I sometimes I have to realize that I do have a gift. And I thought most people can just do this. I didn't know it's something like, damn, I wish I could do that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know. I didn't realize I had a gift mm-hmm. to be so open and so. Charismatic. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that was considered a gift. I, I thought everybody was like that. But people have their own lanes that they say. And, like, people who are behind the scenes, I'm like, no, I need to be seen. Like, how do you want to be behind the no, scenes, I you know? Mean, I mean, you have people who are on YouTube, and they just start talking and talking. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and some people like, hours. And I'm just like, what? You know, I guess it can be interactive when you have people who are in the comment section. But I'm like, damn. That's you know, a long just, time. Just talking and talking and talking. Mm. I got to talk with substance. Like, or else I'm just gonna chill you mm-hmm. know i'm not just gonna talk but back to you and starting writing at 15 so you started you told me how did that get started when you started writing for your local magazine i'm um, newspaper okay so I'm, I'm aging myself right now but you know i'm <laughs> in, my, in my 40s so i remember i was um in high school at the time and I, and I wrote a letter to the editor at the paper saying basically they needed more coverage geared towards younger people and um, a couple of weeks later i remember i was at newport mall um, and I was on a payphone. I called home, um, and my mom was just like, "Yeah, payphone." <laughs> um, my mom was just like, "You know, we got a letter from the Jersey Journal." And when I went home and, and opened it up, they basically invited me to the editorial office to come in and to meet with them. Wow! And so I signed a contract. So you spoke up for the young people in your community. I, you know, I wasn't thinking about speaking up for the younger people in my community. I just thought about. Um, having an outlet, an outlet for myself at that age, right? So um, I didn't play sports. Um, mm. I didn't like school, you know. Um, so I'm just in, in, in for the most part, um, you know, just stay to myself. So, but I, I needed that outlet, and I found that in writing. And I would would read a lot too. That's you know, amazing. Growing up, and I still do. Did you like doing like school reports and stuff? No. no? no. You wanted to write what you wanted to write about, yeah, not what you, you were know, told to I write. I love, let me tell you something. I love magazines, right? Like music magazines, like Rolling Stone, um, Vibe at the time. The source was, is considered the hip hop Bible. Ooh. And, you know, and I would religiously go, you know, to the train station, downtown Grove Street, Path Train Station every month to... And I'm very specific about that because I remember me wanting to to get that new issue. Wow! You know, you know, people. Some people they they um, they're all about sneakers and waiting outside. I just couldn't wait to get the latest issue of my favorite magazine. The so, source. Yeah. Which later on. Um, which later on I uh, became a part of the editorial team of and, the and source that, magazine. Of the source magazine, and and. That's why I believe it's important to um, state your intentions and also to put out what you want to get in the universe. Like I like that was a dream come true. This is many years later 
for me and um i'm sorry that's my instagram going off uh it's going to... off it's you want me to turn i mean i it's, it's off okay but it's the alerts i'm oh. sorry <laughs> here we <laughs> go we can't okay, take black right. folk nowhere no. i'm sorry um <laughs> They know I'm on your show, so it's all good. I mean, let the up. fans call you right, right? No, but so going back, I, it's really important um, to state your intentions and and to put out what you want to get in the world. Yeah, like, I could look back and say like I lived um, a lot of the things that I wanted to have in in, in my life has come to fruition, and um, I'm a I'm a major believer in man manifestation. You Me know, too. my family, my career. Um, the life that I the life that I have now is what I prayed for and I envisioned. Yeah, that's good mm -hmm. because even for you to be wanting to go travel to get a certain magazine and to end up working for it, that's that is a dream come true. That's and when you do put your mind through something, now some people say, "Well, I'm always saying I want to do this and I'm manifesting." No, you have to actually believe it. Like what you want, you believe it. Like you're gonna have it. Like it's yours. It's not even saying you want it. You're saying it's yours. You gotta believe it. And you also have to put the work in. And yes, must, for I, sure. I just never said, "Okay, I'm gonna work for you know this magazine." I would go up there, like knock on doors, mm. and you know, just introduce myself. And of course, I didn't have an appointment. You're smiling, but I was that um, 17, 18 year old kid. You know, I just wanted to break into the industry and was willing to do whatever I needed to do at yeah. that time to uh, to get put on. You know, um, get a you know, get an internship, introduce myself. Spend whatever money I had to go on a path train to, to go over to New York and and sometimes a lot of times not meeting who I wanted to meet because I didn't have an appointment. Mm. So I would just drop off my articles and let people in my resume and went in and, and, and um with a little letter saying, you know, who I am and what um my interest in in being a part of the team. Wow. And so was it like was it did you ever feel discouraged where you're like, you know what, I just need to stop, or you just kept there, pushing? Yeah, there were plenty of times where I felt discouraged, but um, you know what? But there was always something inside me saying, like, just don't. I'm a, I don't quit. You know that 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 can. Um, I have something inside me that. Um, I'm trying to find a word that's that's. Uh, I'm very resilient. Very. You got a fire driven. inside. Yeah, you. I have a, that's that's what it is. I have a fire inside me, and once I want something, I'm gonna go after it. But I am human, so you know, once you don't Naturally. get what you want when you want it, mm -hmm. it hurts. You, keep you know, getting it gets frame. We might have okay. to sit what, this way. Okay. To... I'm so big. All right, <laughs> we like each other. Okay. This is good? okay. Yeah. This, all right. Much better. Okay. So. um it's just important to know what you want and and, yeah. and and to go after it. You have to be willing to do the work. And it does take. Sometimes people think that things come just like that, but you don't know the years that's put behind what we're doing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? When I was, I knew I always wanted to be in radio. I just didn't know how I was going to get into it, and I just started going at William Patterson. And then I went to a convention that Wendy Williams was talking at, and then that's how I started interning Wendy, from the her. Wendy Williams. The Wendy Williams, y'all. I've talked about this. It's on season one, and then on. Season two, episode one, too. I spoke about the whole shenanigans about her talking about me, so go check that out. But it was like a dream come true. Well, you and know, I got my Wendy story, too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's, so let's exchange. You want to talk about it? We, we can talk about that later. I mean, let's just, you know, I'll just, what, do you, what, do you call, what do you call that when you when you reference something, but you don't, am I for sure? Um, 
foreshadowing what we're going to talk about, or am I giving a sneak peek? Or a sneak this? peek. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. We'll get that. I'm writing it down because I want them to hear your story. story. The Wendy Williams experience. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, how? So when you started interning at the source, what was that like? No, I never interned. Oh, you didn't even intern. I never interned. Um, and this this is how my guy works. Um, and just and then and this goes back to what you were talking about about getting married and everything. Everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. Yeah. So this was early two thousands, and I'm not sure if you remember or where you know what you were doing around that time. But I was looking for. If I'm out frame. Just let me know. Okay. No, you can. Like, I got long. I got long legs, long <laughs> arms. Very. No, you um, So um, I like to. What, do you, what is it called? Man, man spread. <laughs> legs wide open. Legs like. wide. <laughs> um, so I. Where where was I? Um, that you. So you wasn't even paying attention. I was, but I tell you, what is that? What this did you that, say about the brain? I said I got CRS. That can't remember shit. That's me. In your forties. I'm forty. I can be talking. I'm older than you. I can be talking, and in the middle of the conversation, I'm forgetting what the purpose of me saying is what I'm the saying. Fact that you're in your 40s, or is that the, the fact That's that the you enjoy head. your ganja? Yeah, probably. All right. Since I was 18. All right. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no it's no been judgment. that long. No Jeez. At all. <laughs> no, you were talking about interning. I never interned right. at the source. Oh, and I'm just talking about the whole setup. So I was trying to get put on for a while, and then all of a sudden, things just lined up like. I remember I was at my, my aunt's house at the time and had a little foot flown and <laughs> I, I got a message from the managing editor asking me to come in for an interview. Couldn't believe it. That's after that, all the yeah, work. Yeah, after, after trying to get put on for a very long time, I was like, I could not believe it. I remember how um, <laughs> I was just in my head, like what I wanted was coming to me, you know. At least I had the opportunity to go behind the door. Mm-hmm. So you ever watched the Wizard Wizard of Oz, and he was trying to get behind the door to see the wizard, mm-hmm. but the, the whatever the guard wouldn't let let them. But you know, and that's how I felt. Like I couldn't get past that door to see what that editorial office looked like, and uh, until I got that invitation to uh, the amazing. interview, yeah, that's dope. I love it. You know, I had um, applied for Power 105 for an internship, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I was waiting. I'm like, damn, they're never going to hit me back. My phone got turned off because I didn't pay. I was like 19, 20. My phone got turned off. I didn't, it was a week later before I turned my phone back on. Do you know that same day, like within two hours, I got a call from Power 105 mm-hmm. to come for the internship? Mm-hmm. And then after that, I got an internship at Interscope. Then I was started, I went back to intern for Wendy, started working. Like all these things started happening at one time. And I was just like, what is happening here? And I was just so grateful. But that was my time. You know what I mean? Like that was my time. Good time. And, and um, we all have our, our time. So More than that. once. I remind you in your lifetime. Yeah, more more than once, but you know they say just wait, it'll, it'll be your turn, and, be, and, and until it's your turn, clap for other people who are, um, who have that moment. Yeah, you'll get it. Yeah, you and especially if you clap for them, them, but if you hate them, you're not gonna get shit. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not. And one thing too, you have to realize is, see, but I just say I forgot. The CRS, right? I was. It was a good statement too, Lordy Jesus. And the more I keep trying to remember, the further it just goes away. That's right. We'll get back to it. So now you're also a community activist. I am. That's something. Um, that's a title that I hold near and dear to my heart. 
Um, it sounds so serious. You think of the <laughs> activist like a preacher or somebody with a bull bullhorn um, in the streets. That's that's not me. I um, I'm an activist in my own way. I definitely believe in community. Um, I love Nork. Nork is like a second home to me. Never lived in Nork, but <laughs> Nork is like a second home to me. And um, you know, I went to school in Nork. I had a business in Nork. Um, I love the people. So, and, you know, I learned a lot about activism by um, my friends who live in Newark, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I currently live in Trenton, New Jersey. And um, I didn't want to just live in the city and not be a part of it. You know, my family is there. I have a little daughter. And um, there needs to be some change within a city. And I. I believe that you need to be part of the change that you want to see. So right. um, I'm currently on the board of the mayor's office. Um, he has a change committee, and I'm very proud of that. And, um, nice. and you know, there are some other things that I do with the library and, and mentoring youth within the city. That's good. And not to forget Trenton Journal. He started that you funded oh, we're, or we're, yeah, we're founded. We're not going to get the Trenton Journal. Of course. TrentonJournal.com. Um, Log, subscribe, like, follow us on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And it's going strong. It's it's going the way it's supposed to, to go, I think. Um, I'm happy with what it is that I'm doing. I'm happy with people who help to contribute to the newsletter, like people like yourself. <laughs> um, but the reason why I created the Trenton Journal was when my family and I moved there. Um, I couldn't really find any information on Trenton besides don't move there. Damn. A lot of people said that. And these were some <laughs> people who were from Trenton. Damn. So, um, and I even, I even have to back up because I do have family in Trenton and I would love to, to meet them. If I think some of them are still there. Trenton's a small city, mm-hmm. maybe eight square miles. Um, and I haven't seen them since I was a little boy. So, um, And you still haven't seen them since you've been there? You know how family, well, I don't know how. Your I mean, not is, within eight miles. We see each other. No, but I, it's, it's been a very long time, and just true, you know, true. We just, I get it. We just lost touch, I and get it. you know, people pass away. You don't know who's who. Right. But um, if you know you're related to me, Trenton, <laughs> <laughs> reach out. The Miles and what's the it's other not name? Even the Miles. This is my mother's side. Oh, of family, okay. So, um, yeah, I got to I'm, I'm doing some 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 research, and hopefully, I'll I'll connect with them. But I um. So I moved there and um, I had a lot of questions. And as a journalist, I'm like, okay, well, let me, let me, let me answer these questions in the form of articles mm-hmm. and, and creating something that other people could find find abuse. Yeah. And I created the Trenton Journal, and we are a newsletter that aims to address the information gaps within the city of Trenton, as well as highlight the positive voices within the community. Yes. And um, I'm very proud of the, some of the stories that we've done. We highlighted um, artist Selma Burke, who who didn't get her due in her day. She's uh, she is a sculpture artist. She oh, is she- responsible for the bass relief portrait of Roosevelt on the Don. Mm-hmm. She didn't you know get credit for that. The white man did. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we had that. We we created a series of stories called Telling Your Trenton Stories, where young people. As well as older people can tell their stories about growing up in the city. And I'm very proud of that. So I do need to say that there's this one guy who wrote, um, it's a young 
guy. Um, I don't know, know to say Latino or Latinx these days. <laughs> I was just reading something about that. Oh, but gosh. Um, yeah, so he wrote this article about how his family wasn't even from, from this country. And uh, he was struggling. I think they may have gotten evicted mm-hmm. at one time. But he was so... Um, he was such a good student. He didn't let that uh, deter him from his um, academics. He ended up graduating, getting a full scholarship to Princeton oh, University. Oh, nice. Wow. And um, I, like, I'll never forget that story. That was really cool. And um, I think there was an, a, either a senator or assembly woman who read his story in the Trenton Journal. And she went to his going away party for college and gave him a resolution. So I'm proud of that. What's the resolution? Um, I think that's something simple. Well, I I need to look that up. I want to get misinformation, <laughs> but I think it's something what I thought to be a proclamation. Wow, but it's different. That's nice. Yeah, it's a little oh, that's beautiful. Way, so all because it was on the Trenton Journal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't. Yeah. 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 All because and I would like to say that I edited, produced, directed, and hosted. Fun things to do in Trenton. Even though it was for a short short period of time, but How many I was proud. Did you do? I want to say three. And then you left me. You see, we got a theme in our relationship. No. Right? <laughs> and then you left me. <laughs> I'm a loyal No, no, I am loyal. But the thing is, Trent was too far and I didn't have a car. And so it was just like, it was a lot. If it was, <laughs> listen, okay. Uh, we could try it again, though. We could try it again. But Trent was too far without me having a car. And it was like, every time I went, it was just like, it was just costing me too much at the time. So you want to meet in Edison? I'm Newark. Saying, I'm being joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm, I'm joking too. Look at my face. <laughs> no, but I would I you did. come back to do one more. Uh, I would do. I definitely would love to. No, I would do it. I would definitely do it because I enjoyed doing that too. So like, I, and I learned new things about Trent. I've never really been to Trent like that until I was working for Trent. You know things about you talk people who've been in Trent and things, things that they didn't. Didn't know. Yeah, you could check it out on Trenton Journal on YouTube. Fun things to do in Trenton. Um, that was last year, though. So that was like the summertime of last year, I mm-hmm. believe. But that, I had a good time doing it. So I enjoyed doing it. And of course, I appreciate you for even bringing me on. So I would definitely come back. All right. So, you know, I'm a journalist, too. So you bring, you're you not just going to ask me questions without me asking you questions. <laughs> because before it even slips my mind, I, I, was, uh, I was in my car. And I was wondering, who was your favorite interview? That Who I, has been your favorite interview? Hmm. You know what? It's actually Queen Mother Amaku, and she's on the first episode of this season. Mm-hmm. I met her um, from through Daraja. Damn, I have a. F- Damn, I got a couple. Let me do something with this phone as you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. So Daraja of Love, um, he was on one of my episodes last season. He um, has an organization. So they did community uh, community resource day in East Orange, where they were giving school bags and school supplies back to you know to the kids. Mm-hmm. They had free food. They had um, the East Orange YMCA, North Community Health Center. So they're giving out pamphlets and informations and stuff like that. And they were also doing yoga in the park. I've never done yoga, but once I had my surgery, I swore I was going to do yoga yoga and I just I never did it so I went there not even planning on doing it I just was going to see and it was a beautiful older woman with long dreads or locks and it was like black and uh, gray locks 
and she just looked so inviting and she was the one that was giving the, the yoga class session so we did that in the park and then me afterwards it was like maybe an hour long and it was a bunch of people with us and afterwards me and her just started talking and she was like you know you remind me of myself and she reminded me of me a little bit too you know and she's so spiritual she's a spiritual healer and she was just amazing and you know since i just got into my new spirituality and when i say spirituality i don't mean religion or anything like that i'm just saying getting more into myself and my ancestors and we were just talking about what i went through and how she started to get into her spirituality and i was just like we were just like so in awe of each other i was like would you like to come on my, my podcast and she was the first episode like that was it. So that was just two weeks ago. No, that was actually last week I interviewed her. Mm. So she just a conversation. I even bought my oracle cards. I'm getting into oracle and tarot cards. So I bought it, and it was African goddesses oracle, and it was beautiful. So I showed it to her, and we talk, we just had such a great conversation. So I would say she was like my favorite guest that I've had on my Who's show. Number two. You trying to get me in what? trouble, Kenny? You. All right, all right, all right. I'm not. I'm, I'm sure I'm not compared to the high priestess, but all right. I'm just. Yeah, no. She definitely. Right. She she gets that one for sure. Like she was amazing. But then I just love everybody because they're always dropping gems. You know what I mean? What I do. What I did for the for the second season was things that happened with me. I, co I incorporated my life with other people who experienced the same thing, and I brought them on either if they were experts or who've gone through the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, I had this um, woman, Caressa, she's a financial advisor and she dropped a lot of financial gems, even for me, like I'm terrible with my finances and credit and stuff like that. So she knows a lot. So I was grateful. Other people that would hit me up like, thank you so much for having her. I learned a lot from her too. So everybody has played a part in my show. And I thank all of you guys who've been on my show and thank everyone who's been watching. It's gonna. It's just gonna just keep getting better. Don't wait until I blow up to start watching. I mean, you can watch it anytime, but don't wait till I blow up to try to like me now. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> That's what I want to say. So, also on my list of things for you is entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. So, what have you besides Trenton Journal? Is there any other? Have, what businesses have you? I love that this. This is a setup, right? No, it's no setup. No, no. Um, so um, I'm one of the founding partners uh, at Third Space Co-working Space in Newark, and that's how. That's how we you met. You and I have uh, I met, and uh, Third Space. I was there maybe around two years or so, and it was a wonderful experience because I love community and yeah. um, I love Newark. So um, you guys had a lot of different. People come through and speak. We also, did. So you guys I did. did. No, I was definitely um, proud of the events that we did there. You know, we had Centoria Brown Long. She came mm -hmm. through, and uh, a friend of mine, Aaliyah S. King, um, dope writer. Uh, she and I worked at the Source Magazine together. Uh, and that's my bestie sister. That's her bestie <laughs> sister. She she did some interviews and helped me. She partnered with me and. Um, Doing some of the events, so she interviewed Centoria um, Brown Long. Yeah, that was really that was good. Dope. Um, I was there for that. Yeah, she came in. She 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 talked about her book. We had MJ Rodriguez from from Pose, from Pose and, yeah. and we invited some kids from North Arts High. And that's beautiful. Um, it, you know that was really good. And we also had Alfred Edmond, who is my mentor. He came in and he did a series of. Uh, I don't know if you would call them events, but um, seminars. Yeah, yeah, seminars. He mm -hmm. came in and did some financial literacy seminars, and um, we really had a great time. So I'm definitely proud about that. 
You know what's so funny? Me and Kenny met at Third Space 2018, and then we just vibed. You know what I mean? I was doing pod. They had a podcast studio, so that's why I initially went there was to go for the podcast studio. But it turned out that he knew my cousin Angela, who I haven't oh, seen in years. She, but okay, now it goes back to like. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. Everything I'm happens not for a surprised reason. about, and I haven't seen Angie in a very long time. But Angie is so she's a pastor I, now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, know I, just, I didn't even know that was your cousin until uh, I think you're the only other Aquay that I know, and I'm familiar with that name from uh, at, you, from interning at a publication. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how many of Aquays there were. Just my were. dad. My okay. dad is that was my your dad, father. Yeah, my father okay. was the one that was working at Black Enterprise, okay. and I knew and um. Uh, Alfred also because he worked with my father they worked together mm-hmm. so me and Alfred's daughter were like best friends every time we went on business trips with our, with our fathers so it was like every summer we see each other mind you she lived in Brooklyn but we never saw each other when we were home just mm-hmm. when we were in Florida and then when we got old enough they let us have our rooms together me and her but yeah I grew up knowing Alfred and and, and you see the, the connection that we have I don't know why we vibed I know you were talking about we had a, we used to have a studio um, in Third Space, and you you wanted to do the your podcast, podcast and I was yeah. encouraging you to just go ahead and do it. And, yes, yeah. that's where I started my season one at first, but then I ended up just staying home. Like mm-hmm. when I knew I could just do it from my phone, but then see, that's why we make no money. Huh? That's why we make any money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing podcast, yeah, yeah. That's why you guys had to shut it down. Yeah, it just wasn't profitable. Yeah, um, have any podcast studio but it made it gave me it really motivated me to start the season you know what i mean because being out of space helps you more than when you're at home mm-hmm. you know but then yeah, that's good too that's it, it, it was a, it was a really nice podcast studio mm-hmm. it was very welcoming too but i guess just after some time i was being cheap or whatever and i just started going from home and just i was more comfortable i guess instead of having to go out but then i was just can i stop lacking and like you gotta get out, you know what I'm saying, you, and I'm just meaning like you have to get outside your comfort zone. And I'm a segue into me being in grad school right now. Yeah. And it's a blessing, um, but it's also a lot of work. And I don't like school. <laughs> I don't like going to school, going to school. Uh, <laughs> but I just got a great opportunity where I can get my uh, master's in science within a year. So, um, I'm going to do it. Wow, you know, um, that sounds like a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but you know, this is a great opportunity for me as well. So, um, it's fully funded. That's I'm going to take it out. I mean, you don't have to go in debt to, to get it, but I'm Damn. saying that to say I'm stretching myself. You have to stretch yourself in order to grow. But at the same time, do you want to sacrifice your mental health or health to stretch yourself like is it that's a great question it worth stretching yourself that far that once you get it you might not even be here to or mentally here to to receive all the hard work you did how would i know unless i try well the one thing you should you would know by is do you give yourself one day to take a rest or not even a whole day maybe half a day for yourself you're a father and a husband and you have you're you're working on your book you're working on a bunch of different things now on top of this school do you have any time for yourself that's a great question um I'm a big believer in having time to I do I think I do carve out sometimes um I think I may carve out too much time for myself at times, no, because no, it, it's all about to me having structure and being um, diligent with, with your time. So, yeah. Um, to answer your question, I, I think I think I do. I know how to. 
I, I'm very in tune with myself, and I know if I need to just right. pull, um, step back from whatever it is that I'm doing. And um, I also know that if I'm doing too much, it manifests in other areas of my life. So that's a that's an indicator for me just to pull back right. on certain things. But this is something that um, I'm gonna do. What do you plan to do with your master's degree? Okay, so. Um, the program that I'm in right now, um, it's going to help me with the Trenton Journal and my media company okay. um, to, grow, to grow what it is that I'm doing right now. So I'm, I'm in a group. I'm in a group with some amazing folks out in Virginia okay. and, and, you know, they're all across the country. So I'm learning nice. and I'm pushing. My, I'm really pushing myself. That's you know, good. Last night I was up late finishing some assignments. I have a 10 page paper. Oh uh, to do, by <laughs> mon- you know, by by Monday, and I'm just like, Ooh. damn, yeah. <laughs> and they, are you do you wait last minute? Are you like a procrastinator? Can't see, see that goes back to like I like I have to set up time. So and I don't like rushing. That's one thing okay. about me. I'm very um, I'm very good with being on time, and and um, I don't like to wait, and I don't want to feel anxious. So I am pretty good at. Showing up early, but when it comes to writing, sometimes like I, um, I'm a no, huge procrastinator. No. I mean, except with my book. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> I. I just the person I interviewed last time, Brenda, Miss Brenda. She was working on her first book for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Twenty, and I told her about you and I and her holding ourselves accountable. So when she said twenty years, I was like. I felt relieved, but then I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to wait no 20 years. I want this out, like, within two years. However, I might finish it within two years, but the whole other process after getting, you know, to get it out might take another few years or so, you know? Yeah. So. It'll come out. It'll, it'll definitely come out. When it's supposed to. When, (laughs) that's the theme, is that the name of this, uh, this podcast episode? What? Things come in due time. No, it'll happen when it's supposed to. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll happen. That sounds so long, no? <laughs> I'm really out here trying to... And how about just say in due time? In due time. In due time. See? It's good to have an author, a writer on my uh, my roster. That's what's up. On my friends list. Can I tell you, I'm, I'm, thank you for inviting me to your show. Um, I've been watching it. I wanted to do the, the, the intro, get down with you <laughs> and everything else. And I'm not a dancer. Um, but... So um, I'm, I'm proud of what you're doing. Thank um, you. And you, I'm just like, when? To, you know, I'll show up for my friends. Thank you. I appreciate you coming. I was excited for you to come. And you know what? It's so crazy because there's so many people I want to come on my show, but I don't think to ask them. So, like, for instance, the owner of the Empowerment Studio, she's like, I want to come on your show. I'm like, well, come on. She's like, well, why didn't you ever ask me? I'm like, why didn't I ever ask you? I don't know. I just assumed, like, people would ask me to come on my show, mm-hmm. I guess, you know? So... I'm going to start making a habit of asking people because I want all different types of people. I don't want it just to be women. You know, I want all types of people with all types of experiences to share their experience, mm-hmm. you know, and feel comfortable. I like to pe- let people to feel comfortable on my show. That's why I do the little dance at first. So it's like kind of an icebreaker, you know, but um, I'm still thinking of ways to make it different than season two. So we'll see. In the middle of it might change a little bit. I'm glad to be on, and you know, you're not going to mention my my. my oh, his silky my, my, shirt! Oh, look at look at his tiger, y'all. I'm a Leo. Wait, 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 wait. 
You're not going to mention my my my, uh, my, my 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 nod to Biggie Smalls the nineties. You have to show them show them the tiger first of all. Right there. She loves yes, this tiger. Animals. Is that Versace? No, no. I just see the the Versace stuff. All right, it doesn't matter. We don't Versace's cousin, but. I wore this for nice. You. He can be at when you come on my show, you must dress to impress. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> but now we've discussed a lot of things. What's coming up next for you? So I'm I'm in school, um, Trenton Journal. Please subscribe. Looking for sponsors. We're working oh. on a print version of the newsletter, which I'm proud of. Nice. You, um, a possible cover that I have. I'm still working on it. Okay. So I'm um, just nice. do, just doing that and and finishing off school. That's yeah. it, and and then my book. School will be done soon too. One year, that's fast. So you already started, right? Yeah, I started last week, so oh, okay. I'm focusing on that. And then then my book, you know. I gotta, yeah, I gotta eat. Yeah, you know, I like to eat. I know that's right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I gotta make sure that I I take care of myself, and you know, definitely continue to do the community uh, work in the community. Um, I love Trenton. Um, I don't know what you know. Come back to Newark in some capacity, but well, we um, always welcome you back over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not from Newark, but I've been living here for like the last nine years, mm-hmm. and I, I love it. It's so convenient actually to get wherever I want to go. So, you know, it's always here. It'll always be here, and it's expanding. A lot is going on over it's here. It's changing so much. I love the vibe. Yep. But um, I also wanted to mention because you're going back to school for your master's and we're all doing these things like dope things now. You guys, you know, I used to feel like I'm at this age. I should be doing this. You guys, like we're saying, in due time. Okay, things will happen when it's supposed to happen. You don't have to be a certain age for something to happen. I feel like a hypocrite because I was just complaining about being single at 40. But whatever so guys Wait, do you mean what you what you're saying though? i do mean it because I, as far as other aspects of life okay now i'm seeing like 40 i feel like i'm about to be in my prime like i feel like i'm about to take off now 40 and i feel like i'm 30 you know what i mean so i feel the young energy and it's coming out and i feel like now is everything i want is gonna happen and i guess i needed to be in this mental state to be able to receive everything the maturity and the appreciation so who's hollering at you now is it young guys or older guys Guys that I'm sugar not interested daddy. in. No sugar daddy. I would accept a sugar daddy would for now. Would you have a sugar daddy or like one of these young guys hollering at you? Now, sugar daddy or sugar baby. Like, if it was a young guys who still would be able to upkeep as far as like vacations and like, like to do fun things. I'm not. Okay. I'm not asking for much. I don't have to go out to dinner. We could go to the gun range. We could do like little different things. But if you're if you're wanting to have fun, I just want to be with someone who's fun and like. So to, who, are they older, younger, or what? It's nobody. I'm telling you, nobody. They just talk. They they just stare at me. People don't approach me. I don't know why. Like what? I mean, okay. Let me. Say, can I just say this? Mm-hmm. I recently started to kind of figure out why they're not approaching me and I think it's a blessing in disguise because they know they can't they can't touch me like they're not on my level type mm-hmm. thing you know what I mean I don't know if it's my ancestors protecting me or my aura too but a lot of people don't approach me and once in a the blue they'll approach me I'll know I'll discern from that moment on if I'll give them the time of day or if like no I'm not interested um, but there may be like they're, they're older, recently older men have been showing their 
loved for Miss A. Like grandpa? No, no, thank God. But nowadays, you know, we don't crack. So they could be like 50, 60, and they look like they're in their 40s. I mean, I'm not going to go for a 60-year-old unless it's temporary. Like like I said, a sugar daddy, if I need to go. <laughs> but I don't want to use anybody because I don't want no karma back, you know? Mm-hmm. If back in the days, if I had a sugar daddy, I would have I loved that. Take me anywhere. But now I really don't. I just really want to focus on elevating and meeting that one person that's for me you know but they act interested and then when i'm like okay then it's like okay then they're like okay you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> they scared of me or something now i will say i could be a little aggressive sometimes i'm not even gonna lie i'm a leo so when i also want something i go for it how aggressive are you um i'm a little embarrassed but like if a guy tells me okay like as i look at your uh, cat clothes <laughs> come, here. come here i want you yeah like that like if i want you you're gonna know i want you like you will know like damn oh I, she definitely wants me like i just am aggressive i want to talk to you all the time i want to see if you tell me that you're interested but you're not ready i'm gonna try to convince you like you're ready but i have to stop doing see, that's that two different things though that's not being aggressive somebody just told you they're not that's an, this is another show. We're not going down that I'm about to edit we'll, this we'll whole talk. part out. <laughs> okay, that whole part out because that sounds terrible. But uh, I don't know. I know I'm aggressive because the last guy I was talking to, he that was a whole other situation. But I realized, like, you know what? I'm just going to fall back and let things come to me because, again, I don't want the wrong person, you know? So when a man tells you something, you have to believe him. You have to listen to what they're saying. Got it. Wendy Williams. The Wonder Williams experience. Oh, you remember? Okay, I had it written right look, down. Look, look, see? <laughs> if I didn't write it down, I forgot. So, no, because we, uh, well, I alluded that I was going to tease some of the stories. So, we have Wendy, uh, Wendy Williams in, in common as well. So, I told you when I was a teenager, I was trying to get put on. I loved the music. I loved media. And I used to listen to the radio mm-hmm. so often. I always thought she uh, did a great job at yeah. interviewing um, her guests. And she was different from... Other people who interviewed, like, there wasn't cookie, cookie cut questions yeah. that she would ask her guests, and she had personality. And um, I remember I wanted an interview with her, and uh, the first time I met her, I was over in New York, I think Mary J. Blige was doing a uh, signing for the My Life album. Ooh. There's Wendy. This may have been when Kiss was, Kiss was out. You wanted to interview her for The Source? No, I wasn't at the source at the time. Oh, okay. Maybe at the Jersey Journal, whatever. But okay, um, whatever. I oh, big dreams. Okay. So, um, <laughs> she's outside smoking a Newport, and I come up to her, and uh, she, I think she had a poster in her hand. Oh no, she's walking away, and I asked her something. And she cussed me out. Damn. And all I remember was, if you want an interview, call the studio, and I felt. Damn. It was two things I could have did at the time, and I know me. <laughs> Cussed her back out, or I could have did what she suggested to do, and I did the latter. Called, and she called me back. Mm. Um, she called me back, and so I was surprised. And not only did she call me back, but she invited me to her apartment out in Jersey City. Wow. And I'm like, I've been listening to this woman for a you know a long time. Invited me to her apartment. Did she remember she cursed you out now? 
Yeah, so that's the funny part about it. That is the funny part. She's like, why do I remember like cussing you out? So, you know, I'm like, uh. But um, but we did the interview, and um, I interviewed her several years through you know throughout my career, and um, she called me at one time when when she got off Hot ninety seven and. I was working at mag. I was freelancing for different magazines at this time, and I felt like this was my way of giving back to her, you know, because mm-hmm. um, back in the day, this was before social media where people could rally around each other. Right. So I was like, I was one, you know, they left her for dead, basically, you know, in New York, and she Damn. did Billy. I'm like, well, let me write a story letting people know what happened and, her, and giving her an opportunity to, to tell her side of the story. So right. I did, and uh, this was for Russell Simmons Magazine, and what I was told was she still had that article in her office for her show. Really? Yeah. Oh, and wow. Then, and, then, and, then, and then years later, she was looking for me. Um, she said, does anybody know how to find Kenneth Miles? And a couple of friends of mine called me up saying, Wendy's looking for you. And I called the station, and she says, Why do I re-? she said, I remember you asking very good questions. Wow. I have a job for you. That is and, dope. Yeah, yeah. so um, <laughs> I hold her, uh, you know, with with the level of fondness, you know, um, I think she, you know, I don't want to say uh, certain words, but um, there's a side to her that pe- some people don't know and don't yeah. see and, and, and maybe not understand. But uh, once you get to know her, she was she was cool. Like you know, uh, so she invited me to her home for a party. Was like, don't bring anybody, and, <laughs> and she would call call me just random stuff and just like she was putting you on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I, you know, I think initially when she did that, that was her way of testing where I was at and mm-hmm. if I could handle. And you passed the test. You was doing I didn't it. know I was being tested. At right. Time. Yeah. But see, that's such a huge difference from how she treated me. Like even I will say, because I used to tell people when I was working for her, I used to intern and babysit her son and tutor her son. Then I was a head intern. So I would be at her house. So I would saw what head she was. intern. Yeah, like I was the intern in charge. Like people, the other interns would have to come to me to get a, approval for certain things. Or when um, resumes came in for other interns, I would scan them Did first. Did she officially give you a head intern title? Yeah, she's like, do you want to come back as my head intern? Because mind you, she fired me after a few months because they said I was too pushy. And I was there. Now, do I have to repeat this story? Because I mean, no, I no, can. No, 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 but, no, 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 um, So she, why you don't want to hear it? No. no I'll go to see, uh, season one. <laughs> she was... Like she, when I met her again after she fired me, we walked around Bed Bath and Beyond. That's where I met her. I was working at the time, and she was like, "Come." She just like, "Have you ever babysat before?" I'm like, "Yeah." She like, "Come babysit." So I was doing that for at least three months before she asked me. She was like, "You know what? You've been doing well here, and you know." She didn't mention me being an intern before. She was like, "You've been doing well here, and I trust you. Do you want to come back as my head intern?" I was like, "Sure." So now I was um, I worked with Winky Wright and Vivica Fox manager to bring them to one of her parties. So I'm like doing all the airfare and all that stuff like that coordinating schedules with their managers i was um not interviewing interns coming in but i was like what do you call it weaving through the resumes for the people to come before they came in and then i would call them and tell them and then you know nicole would interview them i was i did a lot a lot more than i did as a regular intern did she pay you no she hardly she didn't really like to pay me when i was 
babysitting her son. Really? I would be there for a weekend. I would get paid like $80 for the whole weekend from Friday to Sunday. Now, mind you, I didn't care. I was a student in college. This is Wendy Williams, you know? See, this is how people get over. Yeah, she, oh, she up, got a vote. Oh, this she is how people get over and they end up getting sued uh, later for, uh, for what do we call it? Labor. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she, no, she definitely got over. Even when um, I went to Puerto Rico and Vegas with them just to babysit her son. This is actually when she physically met Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. I was in the room when she physically met. They had talked on the phone, but when she physically met Charlemagne, I was there. And she only wanted to, mind you, five days. I'm missing school, but I'm going to Puerto Rico and Vegas. And everything's all inclusive. Like, everything's paid for. I didn't have to pay for anything. But she only wanted to pay me, like, $250. So I had to muster up the courage to ask her for more. Like, Wendy, I'm missing school. I'm babysitting yourself for five days. So I had to muster up the courage. It took me a long time. So even when I'm asking her, I'm, like, shaking my boots. And she, like, yelled at me. It's like, you know, everything's being paid for and blah, blah, blah. But then at the end of the trip, she did give me what I asked for. So she was like, talked her shit, but she gave me what I asked for at the end of the trip, you know? And um, I had asked her for tickets to her black, you know, she used to have those black balls. I forgot what she yeah, called it. Yeah. It happened to fall on my birthday. Like, it was the 22nd, and then my birthday's the 23rd. So I had asked her for, t- now again, I had to mess up the courage to ask her for tickets, for two tickets, or even just a ticket for me. And so she gave me two tickets, but as she's giving me a ticket, she was like, before she, she like had it like this, and I was holding it, and she wouldn't let go. She's like, don't act like you know me. Don't try to get in VIP. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I'm not. But thank you. I'll take the tickets. You know, I wasn't going to do any of that. You know, me and my friends were just going to go and chill. So that was that. And then again, with her talking about me, saying she's going to blacklist me from radio or have me blackballed from radio. And all this after I left on good terms. So it's like some things... Like, she's still, what I was going to say is, at her house, there were times where I could see the nice side of her. Like, I know a different side of Wendy, and I know what you're talking about. So, I didn't, I never bad-mouthed her afterwards. I was hurt for years after she really, like, shit on my name on air two different times, months after I stopped working for her. But now I love to talk about it. It it is what it is, but she could have crushed me. Like, you don't know my mental health. I could have killed myself over that shit. You, I'm not even in the game. I'm 23 year olds trying to get in the radio game, and you say on the air you're gonna have me blacklisted from radio, for what reason? And then say I try to sleep with Charlemagne at your house. Did you? No. I'm Ew. Joking, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Charlemagne is not even my type. He's like this. I'm like this. Okay. I've never nothing. She said I dropped my towel in front of him or some shit. I don't know. I was like, where did that come from? I hit Charlamagne on MySpace. Like, what is she talking about? What did you tell her? He's like, nothing. I don't know. You know how she is. I'm like, but that's my Wendy Williams experience. So you try to have me blackballed. But it just kept me going. Then do it all. And when I was interning at Power 105, I met him. And he brought me into the radio game. Mm-hmm. So it, because of him is why I'm still here now. You know? I kept going. I mean, it's, it was in my spirit, I guess. Anyway, that's one of my purpose. Fire. But the fire. Like, fire. He kept fire. the fire going because Wendy sure as hell turned that shit all the way down. No, but he turned it up. What's meant for you is going to be for you. Yeah. You know, nobody can blacklist you, blackball you. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. Nobody can stop what's what's divine. That's true. So uh, that being said, you know, I... I wish her well. That's it. Yeah, me too. That's, that's I do it. feel bad just on radio recently. Like, I've never had any ill feelings towards her. I know I knew she would get her karma, but I still... And that's... That's, we, that's, yeah, no, that's that, natural. Things like that happens. Yeah. You know? 
but I do wish her the the best, and I wish she. Get, I hope she gets well soon or gets better. But I would never say anything bad about Wendy. I would just say what she did to me, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except my mom used to be mad. Like she hated the way Wendy treated me when I was there. Mm-hmm. But my mom used to love Wendy's show. She's like, "Oh, Wendy was talking about this." I'm like, "Ma, really? So you're just gonna watch the show and just talk about it with me?" Like, but my mom was a fan of her show, <laughs> the TV show. Mm. Yeah, man. Is there anything we else? It. No. We did I, it. Well, no, I do. Please subscribe to the Trenton Journal. TrentonJournal.com. Uh, Sign up. Follow us on social media. Let me know how we're doing. If uh, there are any stories that you want to see. Um, that's it. This has been great. They take You take suggestions too, right? I do. I'm, I'm all about suggestions and feedback. Um, if you are, if you want to write for us, let me know. Definitely appreciate it. And also, make sure you check out the videos I did for them. Fun things to do in Trenton um, on Trenton Journal on YouTube. Go to their YouTube page and subscribe, like, and share also. All right. So, guys, thank you guys for another fabulous episode of my lovely Lunatic Leo Life podcast. And thank you. We out. Peace in the Middle East. No, that's corny. Peace (laughs) in the Middle East. I used to say this to you all the time. Boom, guess who stepped in the room? So we're just two friends talking. Yeah, well, we're a businessman, you're an entrepreneur, you're an author, slash friend, slash author. everything. We're talking about. Uh, do you want to talk about that? Oh, uh, doing what? With the magazine? So it's cool. That's part of Hell yeah. That's- It'll flow. Okay. Oh, Thank Kenny. You. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much.